Hey there, I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. And on this episode of Our Taste is Trash, we review the Netflix slasher There's Someone Inside Your House, we talk trash about recent watches, and look forward to some of our upcoming streams. So remember to rate, review, and follow. And stick around. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Well, welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Our Taste is Trash. And you know what's crazy about this, Jay? We're recording this a little bit early, but I'm going to be married at this time when this episode drops. That's yeah, kind of crazy. By the time this episode about. comes out, yeah, you're going to be married to my best friend I know. and husband and wife. It's wild. It's going to be weird. Like, I know. like yeah. You're going to refer to her as your wife now. Yeah, I mean, we're excited. Like, right? <laughs> we're recording this kind of in the midst of wedding chaos yes. right now, but this will be. You know, airing people in people's ear holes, and like you know, about <laughs> yeah. a week after that happens. So yeah. uh, kind of crazy when we come back from a little mini uh, mini moon, mini honeymoon kind of thing. Mini we'll, moon. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it, and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about the wedding. How awesome or chaotic? I, I'm thinking like next. Yeah, you time have we to record, tell me all about the honeymoon. Oh, uh, it'll be like Josh got so hammered uh, at the <laughs> wedding, like <laughs> peach schnapps of all things. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I didn't even know they made that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know they had a bottle. Back there. <laughs> I didn't know you could get drunk on creme de violet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my my God. God. Well, since I've been in the, the midst of, you know, people coming into town and everything else going on, I haven't really had the chance to catch up on a lot of shows. But what I have had time for, Jade, oh, is yes. the Great British Baking Show, which is mm, one of my guilty pleasures. Like... <laughs> I got into that a few years ago. I was, I think I was sick. I think I was just, you know, home for a day, like down. And my buddy was like, dude, you got to watch this show. And I was like, this sounds fucking stupid. And no. I have been It's incredible. Hooked. Yes. Hooked. Like I start talking like I understand how long to bake a loaf of bread. Like I have no fucking idea oh, about I- Talk Any to these people. Like, I watch them and I'm like, you're going to try to make a Victoria sponge <laughs> oh. with 20 minutes left in the clock. Oh, like, during bread week, you're only yeah. going to do one 30 minute proof. Like, are oh, you serious right now? You're insane. Paul is not going to no. like it. You've over- we don't I, like soggy bottoms. I, here. I, love, I, I love just saying my favorite thing to say in the show is uh, they've overmixed that dough. I guarantee they've over. And when they do, it's so validating when, like, yes. they open it and they're like, this has been overmixed. Over-mixed. And I'm like, yes. yes. Like, Which, by the way, never be. No bread idea. from scratch a day in my life I've made bread like once in a bread no. maker and that's it and I don't even understand no. how that process works yeah and X got me into this show as well and um, it was just a random thing too where we were like what do you want to watch he was like oh let's watch Great British Baking Show do you watch that and I was like no and he was like oh I love oh my it God. and I was like okay and now I'm it's just great. like obsessed and oh. they're I do love the old hosts, like the old, the two women were my favorite. I miss them so much. And I think it's because they didn't get along with Paul Hollywood. Like, I think that's why. And they they were always, like, there was so much tension. There was so much tension. And, like, these other two guys, they're okay. They're okay. They're just not, they don't have the same. I don't know, energy, I feel yeah. like. no, understandable. Uh, but what about you? I know you've been watching a lot this week. I did. <laughs> I watched Attack of the Hollywood Clichés, hosted by... Uh, oh, uh, Rob Lowe, right? Rob Lowe, yeah. Yes. And it actually was really good. It was really funny, clever. Uh, the celebrities they got to do like little interviews. It was really great. And it was so funny. They touched on so many tropes that I think you and I have also brought up. See, and I felt so validated. This has been teasing me on my Netflix queue, and it's been sitting there, and I'm like, do I... Do I... Like, you know, you know how it's just that that first initial click jade sometimes because like I, you and i we have so many shows going on and you're like do i need another one so this worth it then to to get into a couple of episodes. oh for sure yeah. i mean it's it's 
honestly felt pretty short to get through the whole entire thing. It's not terribly long. It's a good, like, quick watch. Okay. Um, and it's just, like, it's Wait, fun. Is it a series or is it just one it's long It's just movie? a movie. I think oh, it's, like, an I hour. Oh, it's a series for some reason. No, it was, like, an hour and, like, 20 minutes oh, or something. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. No, it was pretty it good to get through. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I finally got around to watching Black Widow. Uh, it. How was it? <sighs> okay. It was a great action movie. Entertaining, good characters, but at the end of the day, it was not needed. It would never need Thank to be you. made. Thank you. Uh, like, yeah. I, so there's a lot of hype in this. So, like, you know, I know I'm cautious about my superhero movies. We've talked a lot about superhero movies here, and and we got really excited about uh, the Suicide Squad because that to me was like a surprise. Like, this yes. is great. Yeah. Black Widow was just one of those. I feel like sometimes a superhero movie is just that. It's just yeah. There's action. It was just kind of a throwaway. There yeah. was nothing truly unique or interesting because obviously they can't go so out of their way because this film takes place right after Captain America's Civil War. So it's like they can't do anything that's going to affect the rest of the timeline of the yeah. Avengers. So it's kind of like this weird ham-fisted well, like you know, film. I, I watched this on a plane. You know, a few I think a few days before it dropped. Um, you know, I watched it on Delta when I was flying back from Seattle actually, and I was like, ooh, I get to see this a couple extra days early before <laughs> it drops on Disney Plus, and I I was really excited. So I immediately queued it up on the plane and I watched it. and I was like, oh. I was expecting something more. More, like, yeah. You like, you felt like coming out of like you wanted to come out of it like really excited about what you just watched, but I was kind of like that was good. Yeah, you know, like right. nothing exciting. Um, and then I just started this new show on Netflix called uh, so Netflix calls it the Five Juanas, hmm. but in Spanish it's La Venganza de las Juanas, which is the Revenge of the Juanas. I would not be able to say it like you said it. There's no way. Like las, <laughs> I didn't even las say it that well because I have like a frog in my throat. <laughs> las Venganas de las Juanas. Um, but yeah, and it's basically this Mexican like drama where these five women um, they all end up at the same hotel together and they find out that they all have the same birthmark and they all have the same first name which is Juana Um, and they end up doing a DNA test and they find out they're half sisters and so they all realize that they have the same father but none of them know who the father is so they set about trying to track down who their father their real father is and then once they find that out that kind of sends them down this like dark path where they like un like they uncover all these like secrets and like things that has to do with like their mother and about him and then they set about taking him down um and it's so good the drama is amazing Mm. like it's actually it's 18 episodes so i'm guessing this aired probably on a network in mexico telemundo (laughs) (laughs) maybe but uh i'm i assume because i was like 18 is a lot for like netflix i'm only nine episodes in which i feel like i would have finished the series i feel like netflix originals like they're somewhere between eight and 12 like that's yeah that's usually the cap but i was like 18 my god so i'm only halfway through but i really enjoy it highly recommend and then i just started season three of coroner and season three of nancy drew uh, which have been really good so far nice yeah well Jade, before that, I have some, I have been watching some other stuff, but I want to save that because I have some grievances I need to air in that regard. But first. Movie review. First look. Let's talk about our movie this week is There's Someone Inside Your House. Sum this up for us, Jade. What were your, just some initial thoughts on this film? You know, Right off the bat, they really hooked me with some great kills and some kind of like classic slasher like, you know, things. And I think there were some great jump scares and I was really into it. But I think by the end, it just 
fell apart a little bit for me. And I, that was disappointing. But overall, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I will say, you know what? We watched, what, I, I've tried to scrub the name from my mind. What was the Malignant. film Malignant. It's better than it Malignant. It is way better than that. So if you're looking for something, you know, it's, you know, Halloween is coming up. You're looking for something slasher. You want to throw it on TV. Maybe you want to do it during a Halloween party. This is a movie for you. Oh, like it's on Netflix. Sure. You get some great teen slasher. Yeah. I mean, it is some great kills in the beginning. Hard. You don't have to think. You walk away for a couple minutes to grab a beer, come back, and you're not going to be lost whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would say add this to your queue if you're looking for, you know, some fun slasher horror kind yeah. of stuff. You know? But, Absolutely. Okay, Jade. <sighs> I want to go into a segment we haven't done... In a while. Too long, and that is. Let's talk trash. All right. I've been talking about it for several episodes, but I've been watching Midnight Mass, okay? And, and I know I made a few comments about it, Jade. <laughs> how. I ask this, this question a lot, Jade. How do some things get made? What what is I want to meet? Let's ask uh, Paul Shear, Jane Diane Raphael, and Jason Mendes. <laughs> I, I want to meet the guy at Netflix that's just greenlighting things. I'm pretty sure he just gets a script, and he probably I, I, I'm guessing he has to go through 15 scripts a day, and he on 14 of them he just says yes. He's like, I'm positive. Here's a piece of paper. Yeah, script, and he's he done gets by, an elevator pitch and immediately goes yes. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. done by noon every single day. He's yeah. out golfing. He's out doing something. He he Absolutely. does not. He reads nothing because <laughs> he, he and, and and like look. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not malignant, but like, <laughs> my God, it's just, it's seven episodes. And honestly, it's seven episodes too long. This could have been a film. This could have been two hours. Yeah. It would have been better. I'm just going to, look, if you, if you want to watch Midnight Mass, just hit the, just hit the skip button, come back and get my review after this, because I'm just going to give everything Which, away. Which, you know, J- I'm so grateful I haven't even started it yet, because I had this feeling, Jade. I had a feeling Jade. that it was going to be terrible, Jade. and I'm so glad I was right. Listen, you know why I started watching this? Because one, it was horror. One, it, it teased me, because, you know, Netflix has been giving me some good top tens. Like, they show me the top ten, and like, that's how I got Squid Game. Like, they put that in my, my watch this, they put it in the top oh ten. God. Then Midnight Mass was like right there, and they're like, "Hey, you're really gonna I like this." I can't believe you pay attention. It, well, to that. it's not just the top ten, but like sometimes they, some of the recommendation recommendations, like the the queue where they're like, "Hey, you're gonna like this." I've gotten some decent suggestions from that before. <laughs> this, mm. so like, I love religious horror like anyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Exorcist, right? Like, probably one of the best well done oh, horror my movies God, yeah. in history. Like, I mean, it is an excellent movie, all based around you know exorcism, like this yeah. this scary the mystical nun. thing, like in really the nun, exactly. Yeah. This tries to do that. Like, honestly, here's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing that the director probably grew up in the Catholic Church, probably went to Catholic school, probably had some <laughs> religious trauma, like oh, you know, sure. a lot of folks I think do. And like Jade, it's vampires. It's vampires. Oh That's what this God. is. That's what it is. It's vampires. There's no better way. Like they try to set this vampire up as like an angel of the Lord That's or like a demon all you or need something. To tell me. That's all I need and to know. It. So like you basically have this this pre- you find out it takes you four episodes to get a reveal. You you find that this old preacher, they send him on a missions trip or they send him on this, you know, like Holy Land journey to Jerusalem. He stumbles into this cave. He finds an angel who oh, drinks his blood, then gives his blood to the guy, makes him younger. 
He brings it back to this island. So it all happens. That's the creepy part that they didn't play with. Oh enough. my god, that was like another TV show. This That's whole the thing promised to another show. Is it, it probably is. So yes. this whole thing happens on this small island with like two hundred people, and at the end they cut everyone off and they cut off the power and everything, and they trap everyone in the church and they make them drink the blood, and everyone goes nuts and becomes a vampire. <laughs> and the end god. is so unsatisfying because like they they burn the whole city down to try to make the the church, the sanctuary, but then the people who aren't vampires burn down the church, so then all the vampires burn up. Oh, and my the God. only two people that survive are these people that, like, you know, go out in this canoe, these two kids, and they survive, and then that's the end. That's the end of the movie. Wow. And there's other things that happen. Like, look, but, like, you know, the other part that frustrates me is, is you know, I think they're trying to make a lot of points in this about, like, organized religion and about, you know, how cultish behavior and, like, all these other things... Jade, I'm not, I love a good monologue, just like anyone, but the <laughs> fucking monologuing that happens in this show, there's oh, one episode, God. I think it's three or four, I think the entire episode, the majority of the hour, is taken up by four characters doing these massive monologues, and it's just them talking. Absolutely and like, not. It's not the type of, act. it's not Christoph Waltz in fucking Inglorious Bastard, where you could just listen oh, to that yeah. fucking guy yeah. talk all day. That or, was an incredible it, monologue. It's not, um, you know, uh, what's his name in Lincoln? Um, why can't I think of his name? Uh, the actor. Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. I could listen to Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln all day long. Monologue. <laughs> These actors are nowhere near that caliber, and, and the dialogue isn't even that good. It's oh. just... Like, oh my goodness, let me tell you about the problems in my life, and oh no, let me tell you about backstory that has nothing to fucking do with any of the other plot in the movie or in the TV series. My God, Jade. Yeah. Jade, it is vampires in church. That is seven episodes. <laughs> That's seven hours. And like I said, you don't even get a good reveal oh or horror until like episode four or five. You have to go four I episodes I hate in. that when they just basically build up this like fake suspense and storytelling and there's nothing actually happening. And here's the thing. That's the worst. The one demon angel thing that is the basically a vampire, it, it's not even interesting. Like once you get to see him and, and know him, like they don't really do anything that like uh, adds to it. You, you think that like it's going to be this big reveal and like you're going to get more and yeah. there isn't anything more. That's just it. It's like this is a being that is basically a vampire that kind of helps out people but also is really evil and like is kind of a piece of shit and that's it. So weird. It's so weird. It, it's it, listen, pass on this shade. <laughs> you're not missing anything. Honestly, you could watch probably episode four and seven, kind of get an idea of what's going on and kind of go. Like this is <laughs> this is just trash. Like yeah. it's Oh my god. I can't I, I could go on and on about how bad and disappointed because you know, I got to a point, Jade, and, and tell me if you get like this. I got four episodes in, it's only seven episodes long, and I was like, I feel like I have to I have to finish. Like I have to get to the end. Right, no. And it was unsatisfying. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you just need to know if like the ending can possibly even redeem this no. at all. But the answer yeah. was no. The answer was absolutely not. God, that's the worst. <sighs> okay, that feels uh, that feels a little bit better. I'm still yeah. angry that Got I think seven hours of my life are gone. But <laughs> no, understandable. Any kind of trash that you've been watching? 
You know, I'm going to just uh, flip back to the voyeurs. I briefly touched Ooh. on it. I so I'm it still like, a little interested in watching it because okay. you gave a you gave a couple of senses, but it didn't. Yeah, because I don't want to give everything away. away. So I'm going to give it away now. So spoilers for the voyeurs. If you plan on watching it, skip ahead on this. <laughs> um, probably like a couple minutes or so. But um, yeah, so essentially it's like this play on Rear Window um, by Hitchcock, yeah, which is great. And yeah, fantastic film. So we have essentially here. There's the, the one couple, uh, Sydney Sweeney and Justice Smith, and they are young. They just move into this new apartment, and the owners of the apartment, they never met them, and they kind of remain anonymous um, is what they're told. And so they're like, you know, they're like, oh, we're really lucky because the lady, the real estate agent is like, oh, you're lucky to get this apartment. They don't rent to just anybody. So like, okay, great. Well, their first night there, the entire apartment, of course, is like floor to ceiling windows and they immediately right across the way they see this couple seb and julia and see them have sex and at first they're kind of like nice yeah yeah (laughs) at first they're just kind of like oh my god like it's so scandalous and then um you know i think pippa and thomas those are the the, that's the young couple they're like oh like let's we shouldn't watch them like let's look away but then after a while they kind of get into it um (laughs) because seb and julia are very attractive people and they're having like great sex and so after a while they kind of start to use that to rev up their sex life but pippa finds herself getting more and more intrigued by the couple across the way so thomas he like does sound editing i think he's like uh does stuff for commercials like jingles so he figures out a way to basically bounce this like laser beam off of their apartment to like get sound to come back i don't know what the fuck i don't know josh this (laughs) is where they start to lose me oh it's one of those technology Um, i feel like it's like hackers where like you know well the thing is yeah is in order to do this they have to go into their apartment so they have this like halloween party so they like kind of they wear costumes and they just like crash their halloween party i was like why wouldn't you just put an actual listening fucking device into their apartment would that make more sense rather than put a mirror that you're bouncing a laser beam off i don't understand anyways so now they have audio and then they realize that like Seb uh, is cheating on Julia because he's this photographer and he always gets his female models to like strip naked and then he like strips naked with them and then like has sex. I mean, mean, that's basically the setup of like, yeah, every movie. Like, well, I was going to say like, 15 to 35 percent of porno (laughs) absolutely so then pippa like becomes obsessed and she befriends julia and then she's like i have to tell julia and thomas is like no stop being involved in their lives and so essentially she like through wi-fi um prints out a message on julia's printer that's like he's cheating on you yeah so then she sees her she sees julia basically break down and grabs a knife and then almost kills Jesus Seb. Christ. Right. So then she's like, Pippa's like, fuck, like, do I call the police? And then Thomas is like, no, we can't call the police. Like, what are we going to tell them? And then Pippa, or then um, Julia, like, goes to bed or whatever. And the next morning, all of a sudden, they see, like, they look across the way and they realize that Julia's dead. She killed herself. Oh, my God. She slit her wrist. What? Yeah. So they're like, Jesus. Yeah. So now they're like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And, um, like Thomas, when he sees this, he basically blames Pippa and he's like, I don't like want to do this anymore. He like breaks up with her and he's like, I'm leaving. What? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, I don't know. It's I, okay. Josh, it's so fucking stupid. <sighs> so then Pippa like goes over and then she befriends Zeb and then fucks Seb. What? what? Yes. Wait. I'm telling you, Wait. this is the most insane. She, she, hold on. Yep. She warns the girlfriend. Yep. 
that this guy's cheating, thinks yep. this guy's a piece of shit. Yep. Then watches and sees her kill herself. Well, she, they, she herself. ends up killing herself. Yeah. She knows why, yep. hopefully. Well, allegedly. And yep. then goes over to comfort him and, and fucks, fucks him. That's not even it. That's oh not even the God. end of it, Josh. So then after that. I wish that I could say this is, yeah. turns me off from watching it, but it really no. doesn't. So while they're <laughs> fucking, Thomas comes back home with flowers to apologize to Pippa and then looks across the way and sees Seb and Pippa fucking. So then. Does he get a little turned on, though? <laughs> oh no oh no 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 it gets shut, worse shut, it shut, gets shut. worse <laughs> so then the next morning Pippa goes back home on her walk of shame only to find Thomas has hung himself in their apartment <gasps> what <laughs> I'm Jay. telling you this is it but Josh Jay. that's not it no that's not no. it <laughs> no 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 this is why I'm telling you this is straight fucking no. trash because it, every time you think that's the twist, or this is the end, or this is where it's gone. Oh, my God. It stops. So then she's like, oh, my God, he hung himself, whatever. So then she's, like, talking to her friend, and her friend's like, none of this is your fault. Like, they are like, comforting kind of her. Is. A little bit. I um, mean, a little bit. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> it is and it isn't. Yeah. People do take their own lives. That is There's a lot of suicide for, like, it, yes. really not that big of a deal. No. Like, let's so, be honest. Like, it, it, No. It's yeah. fucking wild to me, because I'm like, there's just people who are, like, cheating. It's yeah. not, you I mean, know. Yeah. I mean, sure, do you get pissed off and sad, but, like. Yeah. How so then, that many people killing yeah. themselves? Come on. Since so Seb is like invites Pippa to his like gallery, you know, because he's a photographer, he's like, Oh, I am doing my, my show. So then Pippa's like I love okay. how he still has a commitment after everyone's oh. committed suicide to just I well, still got I gotta get the show. Just on. fucking wait. Yeah. So then Pippa goes to the show and he reveals his images and they're all photos that he took of Pippa naked when they fucked. And then they're photos of Jesus. Her and Thomas moving in. And they're all these like photos of them spying uh, on Julia and Seb. And then who comes out? Julia. She's oh not, my God. She's, she's not, not dead. dead. Oh my God. No. And they're like, here, this this is a project that we did where, and they basically reveal that they rented the apartment to this young couple. That's, they own that apartment. They rented it to Pippa and Thomas. Oh my God. And they did it specifically to spy on them and they create these fake scenarios in their own apartment in order to get Pippa and Thomas interested in their lives and then they photographed it the entire time. And then the worst part Weird. is is they reveal the last image is like Thomas who like hanging himself, which is oh so my fucked God, up. That is fu- so Pippa's like re-traumatized. It's awful. It's so awful. There's this like room of people that just like are like, what the fuck? And so then she obviously like runs off and like you think, okay, this is the end of the movie. No. <laughs> oh, no. No. I was just about to wrap up. I was just about to say, okay, we're going to go on break. But no, there's more. No. Do you understand now why there's this more. is trash? How there's long more. is this movie? I can even tell you. <laughs> By the end, I forget exactly the series of events, but essentially she confronts them and they're like, you signed a contract agreeing to all of this. It was the lease that you signed. Oh, it, my God. Yeah, it's so insane. So then all this time passes, right? Oh, and she's, she's convinced that... Julia killed Thomas because they had a bird feeder outside and he used to drink these green juices and she had dumped his green juice into the planter after he died and all the birds died. So she thinks that Thomas was poisoned and then they hung him. But that's never proven. (sighs) And then... Later, she gets her revenge on them because she is an optometrist and she like gets the couple into her like 
optometry studio and then she drugs them and then she like burns their eyes out with the lasers and now they're blind and they live blind in their studio apartment and that's the end oh (laughs) that all that i mean i might still watch it but like it's 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 that's that's why listen it's too much there's seven endings there's seven endings i like I was so exhausted because like I was like, okay, something. great. That's yeah. the end. And then they're like, nope. nope. I'm like, okay, that's the end. Nope. That's the end. Here's a twist. Here's the next twist. Here's the next twist. And I was like, I'm sorry. What the fuck is happening in this movie? I can't. I was like, when does it end? When does it? And the actual, the real ending was so unsatisfying. I was like, Ugh. honestly, if you would have left it after the reveal of like the photo studio and Ju- like and Pippa finding out that it was all fake the entire time. That would have been a great ending. Just leave it there. Yeah. That would have been it. Done. We're done. Oh God. Nope. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? It, it, yeah. This- There's someone there did not say no. Someone did not say no. no. Yeah. To an end. Like yeah. someone should have been like, let's clip off like the, all this whole yeah. section. We talk about this a lot, Jade. Like there's just with with streaming platforms, they just need content. There's no one saying no anymore. Like, there's too many yes people. That's yeah. what there's. They need more no people. Well, and then because it's streaming, there's no one to be like, hey, this runtime is insanely long. Yeah. We no don't need cares. the seven endings. Uh, let's just pick one. Yeah, like no, you know, just do them all. Throw, fuck it. Throw yeah, it all they're all like, oh, like, let's do I, feel, I feel like honestly, like there's just a bunch of deadlines at Netflix and Prime and you know, uh, was it Hulu? And they just go, yeah. Can you have it done by August fifteenth? They're like, oh yeah, probably. Absolutely. And they're like, oh, how long is it? I don't, doesn't fucking doesn't matter. matter. I mean, do you want to see the ending? No, no I don't really no, no. give a shit. Like just just, just fucking throw it in there. Yeah. Is it okay? We have seventy five other shows, and one of them's gonna win an Emmy. So like, it doesn't fucking matter which yeah. one. We're just gonna. Did, we're gonna this is a filler. Yeah. Uh, well, Jane, I'm glad we got that out there because, you know, we're, we're helping people, I think. We're helping people by telling yes. them what not to watch. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our movie review this week, which is There's Someone Inside Your House, streaming now on Netflix. presentation. Seems the killer wore a mask of the victim's face and was intent on exposing intimate information. Jackson Pace took a knee on the field of life. Hope they're serving fireball up in paradise, brother. Now I want to die. Doesn't make sense, you know? Why would the killer go after Jackson? Got secrets. Careful out there, friend. Crazy people in this town. I have a secret. I accidentally ran over a hitchhiker and dumped his body into the ocean. Is that bad? Shit, there's someone wearing Rodrigo's face! Welcome back to our movie review of There's Someone Inside Our House. This was done in 2021, streaming now on Netflix. Jade, before we get started, I know we have a lot of opinions on this. (laughs) Yes. A lot of opinions, but what's the IMDb description of this film for folks out there who maybe didn't keep up with us and watch this film? So it says... Makani Young has moved from Hawaii to quiet, small-town Nebraska to live with her grandmother and finish high school. Wait a minute. Wait, sorry. I, I, I don't like to interrupt during the descriptions, but wait. It was Nebraska? Did they ever say that? No. I only thought maybe because of the cornfields, but it I It was don't rural think... America, for sure, but like Nebraska? No, they never once said the state. <sighs> Unless maybe like I just didn't pay attention to the license plates. I'm writing plates. another note, <laughs> note Jane. Continue. All right. <laughs> I'll just start from the top. Makani Young has moved from Hawaii to a quiet, small-town Nebraska 
Alaska to live with her grandmother and finish high school, but as the countdown to graduation begins, her classmates are stalked by a killer intent on exposing their darkest secrets to the entire town, terrorizing victims while wearing a life like mask of their own face. With a mysterious past of her own, Makani and her friends must discover the killer's identity before they become victims themselves. Bum, bum, bum. Uh. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> not, is, that, is that a viewer uh, written? That's actually written by Netflix. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I find the IMDb descriptions, they're like all two sentences now. I don't feel like that was always the case in the past. Yeah, no. I feel like they always come up with like the top summary, which is... Yeah, like maybe a tiny sentence. And then there's usually like user uh, summaries that they submit, which are always like 10 times better. And I'm like, why aren't these people writing summaries for IMDb? I know, like- right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's been weird the last couple of times because the same thing. Like, I'll, I'll go and read something and look at some upcoming movies and it'll be like, you know, Dune. Um, hey, there's a sci-fi film. Yeah. And people, weird things, worms. And yeah. you're like, people desert, water. And, and you're desert. like, uh... Yeah. That explains uh, that nothing. nothing. Yeah, at all. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's, <laughs> let's dive in a little bit to this movie. There's someone inside your house. Right away, Jade, I just want to say, let's, let's, I'm going to start off on a positive. Okay. Immediately got me in the mood as it sets the tone right from the beginning of the film. This is a teen slasher. Like yes. there is no questioning it. And it's like a real slasher because yeah. we get, not only do you get the creepy title card in the beginning with the name of the film, but you get an amazing kill right in the beginning. And it's not one of those like, Oh, I'm going to tease you a little bit. It's like straight like, up cut up. Like yeah. this guy is, no, this done. is an amazing kill. I loved the, like, the tensity of this, like the tension. Um, and I thought there were some really good like camera work and jump scares in this. Like I loved um, when Jackson goes outside and then like he's like truck is gone and then immediately he does the thing that you wish every character would do <laughs> and he locks all the doors in his yes. house. He grabs like a weapon and then he like goes upstairs to be like, okay, like what the fuck? Like I'm trying to protect myself. There's someone in the house um, but there's nothing he could do because literally the killer attacks him and probably Probably the most like intense way you can by immediately severing his Achilles tendons. Oh, why? Why is that? Because that, that's something that happens in a couple movies. Like the one movie that jumps to my mind when I think of like your tendons getting slashed like that is uh, oh goodness, I can't think of the name of it. it. It's in my mind. What's the one where they uh, they like torture people? Saw? In, not saw. Hostile. Hostile. That's the one. Remember, <laughs> there's like the one where yes. they're torturing him in that room. One of the main characters and like the guy had slit his yes. like tendons. And he tries to get up off the chair and like oh yes. that scene still creeps me out but yeah it was a little bit like that because you're 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 sitting there on edge and you're kind of going i think this guy's gonna get killed like for sure but you're you're wondering because he's like swinging this golf club or it was a bat or golf club uh it I was think a golf it, club i think it was a golf club yeah, yeah. so he's like swinging this around you're like maybe he's gonna get away and then as soon as that happens you're like this guy done, done. like he is done yeah <laughs> and then he then they literally stab him to death like yes, the, the killer literally just straight <laughs> up like straight in the chest oh. and you're like oh we're in it yeah, like and it, it's bloody like it's yeah. not like oh he was stabbed in the chest it's like this is a slasher they went straight for the gore and fuck you yeah. yeah so i was i was super excited about this because i was like right off the bat we get like a great kill the premise seemed really interesting because jackson sees these photos posted all around of uh him with this guy caleb and then um there's like photos of caleb's face having been like smashed in and so right after that um the photos and information is released to everyone in the town and basically they find out that you know jackson 
beat the shit out of Caleb, supposedly because he's gay. And so, like, it's revealing his deep, dark secret. And it feels like, you know, honestly, what I thought of immediately, like, not, didn't immediately think of Halloween or other slasher. It, it reminded me of a gory Control Z a little yes. bit. Because they were like, <laughs> that was the tone it set is that, oh, these people that are, you know, victims getting killed have some kind of dark secret and right. someone's coming back for revenge and you're like yes. oh shit it's going to be one of those films like what yeah. has everyone else done and that's when everyone you see start scrambling but you know one thing before we move on from Jackson Kill mm-hmm. that bothered me is so he comes home he's on the phone you know talking about going to a game later like a high school football game and there's this like weird egg timer on the uh. counter Yes. And it's like ticking and he's kind of like looking around like he thinks his mom's home. And he's like, that's weird. He goes up to take a nap before the game, allegedly, you know, and right. when he wakes up, that's when he knows something weird's going on. But the egg timer is on his bedside yes. table. Like, well, he's woken by the egg timer yeah. because he sets an alarm for himself for like 4 p.m. And I think he like wakes up past 4 p.m. Because something the like killer that, yeah. took his phone. Um, yeah, and the egg timer goes off. And I was like, oh, that's creepy. That's weird. And I thought the egg timer was going to be, be a like... Thing. I, yes. I expected it to be everywhere Same, in the movie. Like, I literally thought it was going to be a thing where the killer was like, time's up. And yeah. then, like kills you by the time the egg timer goes off. You know what I mean? Where like, Just something kind of, I don't know, like along that vein. Um, but no, we never see it again. And I was like, that was actually kind of a cool like use of that um, object. And yeah. we never see it again. No, I, I was a little sad. And then also one line, I think we both wrote this down, Jade. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so when he gets his, his tendon, you know, slash, the killer comes out. It's wearing, he's wearing a mask. I think you already said this, of of his face, of, yes, of Jackson's right. face. So that comes into play later on. But when he sees the killer, he's like, oh, no, like, do you need money, man? Like, I can venue, venue <laughs> you, you the money. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Someone maybe in their 30s actually wrote this yes, from modern age. I know. I wrote that down, too, because it stuck out to me. It was like, you want money? I can Venmo you right now. And I was like, God Yes, exactly. Because that is what a teenage person today yes, would say. Would say because I mean, <laughs> who has cash? Like, I, if I have more than five dollars in cash for me at any time, like it's a miracle. No, like and honestly, then, yeah, it's like when someone's after you. That's what you assume, right? Is you're like, okay, do you want like money? Like, yeah. what do you want from me? Like, <laughs> uh, did I, I? I'm gonna let you take this this next part because. It was amazing is obviously, you know, of course, there's a memorial for Jackson. There's all of this, you know, mm, grief and outpouring. Yes. I laughed my ass up at this next part, Jay. Oh my but God. The, his friend Macon, Macon comes out. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about so, this scene. I love this scene. So basically, we see this like little memorial students had put together um, at the base of this tree, and it's actually really funny because it follows Makani, who puts a card and says "Get well soon." <laughs> and then her friends are like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "They ran out of like sympathy cards." <laughs> So already it's like, you know, there's light humor to it. And then his friend Macon, who's like very country, is up there and he's giving some crazy ass speech. And then he starts to sing what I can only imagine is some country song or their alma mater. I thought it was like a fight song. I tried to look it it up on Genius and I couldn't find it. I couldn't figure out what it was. But at the end, he says... Hope they're sending a fireball up in paradise, brother. And then pours out a freaking monster. <laughs> a monster. That was the best part. When I, I had to stop it and rewind it and go, is he pouring out a monster energy drink on his memorial? And I was like, yes, he is. Yes, he oh, is. and I was like, God. And then the following line after that is Makani, who turns to her friends and goes, now I want to die. And I was <laughs> yes, like, yes, that's great Jade. that's amazing i literally was gonna say that next i had that underlined and i was yeah. like that that's me i feel this See, on yes. certain level like i would look at that and i wouldn't feel sympathy no. or sadness or empathy i would just go 
I would wish I was, I was dead, dead now. Yeah. I literally like, wish God, I was dead. For real. Like, same. You know, I was, like, watching him sing, too, as, like, all the other football players and the cheerleaders are, like, so mournful and they're, like, really into the moment. And McConaughey and her friends are like, what the fuck are we watching right now? I, like, I honestly, though, feel like caffeinated beverages are more fitting for at least myself and probably most of the millennial generation than a beer. Because, like, <laughs> honestly, like, just pour some cold brew when I'm gone, like, over because that is definitely more fitting for myself. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> but then we get introduced. And, and again, I had to look up this name. Katie was the next victim. Yes. I didn't know her name until literally... When she was being murdered, because I think, like, only until that point, her name, I don't know, was maybe mentioned. This is definitely, I think, classic horror slasher movie, because I don't think we really started getting names until about 25 or 30 minutes. And that's when I started picking out, like, okay, one of these guys is a killer. This is yes. a final girl. So this is, I know. wrote that down too because I was like, were they originally introduced the characters? I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. And then they kind of ham fist give it to us at yes. lunch when Caleb has nowhere to sit because everyone thinks he's the killer because he might have killed Jackson out of revenge. So McConaughey and her friends are like, oh, come sit with us. And then she's like, okay, so here is. And she's like, Alex, Rodrigo, yes. Zach, like Darby. Well, and I was like, oh, well, now you know J- everyone's name. Jay, did you do what I did when they had that huge lunch table? I mean, it was like six or eight characters. And I was like, this is too many people to remember. Like half these people are going to die. Like that's immediately what I said. As soon as I thought Darby was going to die because they were like, oh, I really want to get into that fellowship to NASA. And I was like, they're going to die. Sorry, Darby. Yeah. So there's there's this character, Darby, who is like, like non-binary, right? Non-binary, yes. Or they are. And what's funny is the character, Katie, who ends up is our second victim. She gets up and does this like, heartfelt or tries to do the semi heartfelt like speech about what just happened and An she's impression. like let me read from my essay to Cornell or something like, like Yale. that about oh yeah yes. yeah and it's of course about this character Darby who is non-binary and about her struggle and like Darby's like oh god why is there, why does she have to do that kind of stuff and then the <laughs> other character her friend i forget what her, what her name is but she pipes up and goes you know all of our college essays you- are about you, right? Yes, <laughs> and, and it was, was Alex, like, and that was Alex, yes. so freaking hilarious. Yeah, when she's just like, oh, you know all of our college essays are about you, right? And- <laughs> because of you coming out as non-binary, and she's like, great. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. But that was such a great scene. And then, um, of course, this is when we learn a little bit about, like, Zach, whose dad owns, like, this big farm, and he's buying up all the property around town. Is that what he does? Town. Like, I didn't quite understand. Like, so his dad, I knew, was a big property owner in town. Yeah, he owns Sanford Family Farms. But he's buying it up for farming Farming, yes. Yeah, he's, so buying, well, he's buying farming land for more farming. Well, yeah, essentially, yeah, he's buying out someone else's farm, so he's taking all the profit from that land by gotcha. using that land to, like uh, as to farm as well. So, um, obviously, the town is like pissed, and then we also learn like there's something going on between Ollie and Makani. Oh um, yeah, like and sexually. I love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they like lock eyes hard oh during the prayer. <laughs> um, but I loved when um, Ollie drives by and he's like smoking a cigarette, and they're like, "Who even smokes cigarettes anymore?" <laughs> you know what's so funny is. <laughs> Like those cigarettes, I I thought they were do- they were wrapped up like doobies. Like I've seen hand rolled cigarettes before, but I was like, oh, he smokes Doobie. marijuana. Doobies. What am I a hundred? Josh no, is like eight years old. <laughs> you can tell that. <laughs> is that the grass? <laughs> the devil's lettuce. Is that the devil's lettuce that you kids are smoking? No, but like it took me like halfway through the movie to realize it was tobacco because I was like, oh man, this guy's just lighting up all the time. And then I'm yeah, like, oh no. wait, no, these are cigarettes. Yeah, there's what teenager these days is is oh not just smoking but smoking. 
a hand-rolled cigarette. Hand, well, yeah, no exactly. One, no well, I thought it was that. so funny that they called that out because it's so true. They would be like vaping or like Zach who's smoking a joint pretty much the entire movie. No, you're, you're 80 years old. Like the only people that are hand-rolling cigarettes are the people that buy Bush Light because they enjoy the taste. Or like, like that's it. Or like the hardcore old school hipsters, like not modern oh, day hipsters, yeah. but like remember hipsters in the t- early 2000s? You can't live in Nebraska and do hand-rolled cigarettes if you're a teenager. You you would be living in Portland or Seattle. <laughs> like that's those are the only places. 100%. Know? And it's and it's probably organic tobacco if that even exists. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get back to the next kill here. So we have Katie, who we've already established is a little bit of a piece of shit. She's like your classic preppy white girl suburbia kind of thing you know probably is looking forward to joining the a sorority at whatever ivy league school she gets accepted to of course but what we find out is she we find her at the church and she's basically putting down uh flyers or the the what do they call the pamphlets for the funeral of jackson yeah and she's assisting there at the church and then suddenly on the screen a podcast starts playing and at first, I thought it was just like a little like, oh, extreme, you know, a little bit like of ethnic like discussion, right, yeah. like right, really far right wing stuff. But then it really Yo, goes downhill yeah. into full blown white, white supremacists. Yeah. And like, it is bad. And, like, well, and it's Katie. So it's her. Yeah, yeah. She recognizes it as her voice. Yeah. And it's and so, like the killer basically shows up and wears obviously a mask of her face now. Yep. And she's realizing, oh, shit, they're going to kill me because of this podcast. And she tells them, like, it was just one episode. Like, and I didn't even I, release it. Yeah, yeah. She was like, it was anonymous. I never even released it. Like, you know, yada, yada. Um, and then I actually really loved this scene as well, like for a kill, because he ends up like chasing her around. I think he stabs her at one point and she's like crawling yeah. under the church. Under the and there's blood everywhere. everywhere like her and she's wearing a right white robe so she's like soaked in the blood yep. and then she manages to get herself into the confessional and then the killer is just like stabbing oh. through the confessional and at one point she yells i'm sorry and then he stops and the knife is just still there like right in front of her like face front of, yeah like through the door and then she's kind of crying and then she starts to kind of go on about like oh and I, I didn't mean it and, and yada, she calls yada. one she actually gets yeah, on the phone, she on the phone and you're like oh she, this she might actually survive maybe the killer is gonna let her go because she she said she's, she's apologized. Sorry. I, I thought that too. So, so, so I thought like maybe he was recording it because it was, I was thinking like, okay, this is a podcast. So maybe he's recording her yes. and he's getting her confession. And then like, right. maybe this is going to be part of a bigger thing. But yeah. then, but then we get the ultimate surprise kill where he actually comes from the back of the pew and then pushes her yep. through like her face, through the knife that he has in the door. And it, it was just awesome. Goes, I was oh like, my God. I was one of those moments I went, Oh, Same. I was like, Oh my God. Like it was so good. It was a really good kill. Like I think the, the, first two kills for me were honestly the best oh, they yeah. really set the scene 100 I, I think they were easily the best in the whole film and really like made me committed to the rest of Same. the movie for sure um you know what I, I always find a little troubling about so you know we, we've talked a little bit about this but like we had photos all over the place in jackson's kill all over his house mm-hmm. we have things like at the end when the people come in a few moments later into the church because it's locked at this point they find her body strung up and i'm always like you know, movies, sometimes slashers, do a poor job of, like, time lapse. Like, I don't expect yeah. it to be exact, but, like, it's always, like, immediately after the kill, someone busts in the door and, like, the body's strung up. And I'm like, yes. that would take some time. Like, a it's going to take you, like, 30 well, minutes Well, because now the body's least. dead. Yeah. So there's, like... T- 
10 times the amount of weight exactly. and you're like dragging them up the stairs and then you're throwing you're having to like wrap a noose around them he, and, and he like wrapped this body around a beam or something and I'm like how yes. did you get the rope up there yeah. like, I questioned that too I was like honestly it would have been scarier if he just opened the door with her body attached to it you know I, what you I mean know, I'll suspend disbelief for this part but like here's there's a part coming up that I can't suspend disbelief for Jaden you know we, we started to get introduced to Makania who I mean, immediately, McConnie. is it McConnie? McConnie. McConnie yeah. I don't know why I want to call her McConnie. Yeah. No. Mcconnie, <laughs> uh, and she is the final girl. I mean, it's, it's well established, obvious. you yeah. know, right in the beat. Well, within the first 15 minutes, it's well established. She starts having these flashbacks, and you're kind of like, okay, shit, she's got some stuff in her past. Like, she's going to be a victim for sure at some point. We just had to figure yeah, out what she did that was terrible. But here's what happens. So, you know, all the teens are brought in. They're questioned by the sheriff. You know, there's all this sketchy stuff that happens. But then Ali and uh, Makani, mm-hmm. they go home from the sheriff's office together. <laughs> yes. Jade. Jade. <laughs> oh, I already know. They pop in a cassette. Yes. Not only do they have one cassette, they have a box of cassettes yeah. in Ali's car. And he has a cassette player in his car. Yes. So he's an old Crown Vic. And and his brother's a police officer. But, but like... Who has that anymore? No. Well, and that's the thing is I was like, uh, they make those like little converter things where you can... Hook it up to your phone. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. You put yeah. yeah you put it in like it's a cassette tape and then you plug your phone into it. And I was like, a modern teenager... Is going to do that. Would definitely have that. Yeah. And like... They all have cell phones. They all... I mean, we see them. Yes. They have It's not even like... Phones. Like, I feel like records are kind of cool because yeah. they, they have these beautiful artwork and they oh, like look nice. 100%. If they had come home and they had put on a record, I would have been like, oh yeah, because me. people... There are record stores all over the place yes. now because of nostalgia yeah. and teens I can't find a cassette tape. Where are you finding cassettes? eBay? Cassettes are shit quality too. No, I mean... It's, they're you know, not. You could have had me at CD because at least <laughs> CD is a little bit better quality. But like, because we all know right. you had cassettes, they suck. They were the not great. Sucks. There's a reason why they haven't stuck around. No. Well, and then, yeah, the way they could have like even easily explained this, because we do find out later that all these parents died in a car crash, was like if that was a box of his parents' cassette tapes that were recovered I from the car. I would have believed 100%. Yeah. I would have believed 100%. Like that would have, it would have been such a small thing to even say, just to be like, this was my mom's favorite, and just like pop in the cassette and be like, and then like later when you learn what happened to his parents, be like, oh, okay, I, I get why he has the cassette tapes. Uh, th- th- I mean, I, I can suspend disbelief on all the other slasher like you know well, pitfalls but the cassettes i'm like this is the same they're kid not that explained that smokes cigarettes yeah. so <laughs> oh my god yeah you know you know what i think i think this is you know what happens in movies like this i think that like directors or writers get stuck on something from their childhood that they remember and they're like oh this makes sense to people and it's like no it makes sense to yes, fucking no one because it's like what either they did or yeah. what they wanted to do it's as like, like yeah a that may have been true like because you're probably in your 40s yes, you know or right. you're 45 like that may have happened then but teen, that's not what the youths, the youths are not doing that anymore <laughs> I <know. laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like hello youth so who's the doing? one that wrote the venmo line you should have had them come in yeah exactly <laughs> like that's i feel like that was the one line they gave us but but yeah uh, but, but they, then of course we get i, I mean I wrote down as Ali and, and Makani were going home. I was like, they gonna fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, I definitely they... knew that for sure. I was like, I literally wrote that. I was like, they pull into a driveway and fuck. Yeah. And then I wrote immediately after that, this line that Makani says, you're the only one who lets me disappear. And then I wrote gag. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And then they're interrupted by um, a bunch of kids who are like yelling and screaming, running on the street, even though there's supposed to be a curfew at 8 p.m. And like a sheriff's car just passed yeah, them. What was that sheriff? Like, I mean, I get it. Like, there's sheriff's car going around, but like they shine a light. Like, how many sheriff's cars just randomly patrol and are like, 
doing spotlights Shut. in people's houses. No, like we had an complaints? active serial killer here yeah, um, no one does in that. our city. And even when they were on lockdown, like the city, we also had a curfew. They were on lockdown. There was no cops like shining their lights down the street <laughs> no, at night happen. patrolling. No, it just was not a thing. Ooh, that, we'll talk more about this in our next oh, podcast. Yes, that we will. That we're going to start one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, True crime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, and then basically McConaughey finds out that her friend Zach, who's the rich kid, is throwing a secret party at his mansion, which <laughs> we find out is not like secret as in the party's a secret. It's a party where you tell your secrets. secret. It's so dumb because it's not even set up right. Like they're like, no. Oh, let me. It's just like people getting up and telling people. their secrets. <laughs> yes. And it's like, okay. I wrote down some of my favorites. One was like, uh, last year I had a miscarriage. And then the girl responds. <laughs> oh, my God. I forget. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, wait, are we telling real secrets? And then there was this throwaway line that was way in the background where some guy was like, I find myself attracted to my cousin. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so odd. So, well, then, Zach, well, and, and then here's the thing that was kind of a red flag in the movie because then Zach reveals oh my God. that his dad has a gigantic, and this is the same guy who is the corn guy who, you know, buys up all the property, has one of the largest Nazi memorabilia yeah. collections so in North America. So, this is the largest in North America. And I was like, oh my God, like, yes. this is not. This, and literally at first everyone's shocked and then he's like gives some stupid speech where he's like but then I turned it all into vapes and bombs yeah, yeah, and I was like, like he turned like a couple of rifles and a grenade and, and like uh, a trumpet or something. something else into a bong and I'm like this is dumb like why are we doing this this is dumb well like, I'm like why would you put your mouth on a gun that probably killed hundreds of innocent people well and still like that was that whole scene I mean yes it does set something up spoiler um, we'll find out who the killer is in a second, but like, it, it's that all of that just seems like kind of a throwaway. Like, I don't know what we were trying to it achieve was, from that. Same, it was so random, and I was like, okay, so I guess that was his big secret. But then here's where we get into the kill that just kind of brings it downhill for me. So, I, yep, yeah, at the I know party. Where this is going. <laughs> so throughout like the sh- the movie, Rodrigo had been popping these pills. We don't know what they are. Um, clearly, he has an issue. And, and Rodrigo's in the friend group. He's in it, like the main Makania yeah, friend group. Yeah, yeah. And he has a crush on Alex, and then Alex reveals she has a crush on him. They hook up, um, <laughs> and of course, as they like hook up away from the party, and they go back into the party. For some reason, they have to not enter back into the party together and Alex literally yes. says see you back with the others and I was like well, he's dying I was gonna say it's, it's like <laughs> we just did scream and you know a yes. couple weeks ago and it was like uh, what, what's, what's the line you says, don't say never say I'll be right yeah, back I'll be right back like I'm like oh this is basically the That's continuation exactly of that line yeah 100% and so of course right after that he sees these like pills like a trail of pills on the floor and he follows them to yep. his bottle the lights shut out and then someone sees someone with the mask of Rodrigo's face so there's like utter chaos at the party and then this is the part that pisses me off is Rodrigo's like let me hide in a closet Yeah, well, why? well before there's another throwaway line there so one of the girls like there's you know they're at a secret party and <laughs> in all of the stuff downloads kind of like in Control Z if you've seen that where like everyone gets a notification oh, that, right. like Rodrigo is on fentanyl and like a girl like looks at it and goes that's your secret? You're on drugs? Like, yes! Like, yes, like, it didn't matter. Right. And that was my reaction, too. I'm Josh, like, I'm like, 
Okay, Same. so you pop a couple of pain pills. pills like you don't look like an addict. Is like maybe you are, but like still, like to that's, be honest. Okay, yeah, great. Well, and you that's do a the thing is, pills. this like, is where it destroyed me because I thought the premise was that the killer's going after bad people. Yeah, people people have done really, really bad Ka- things. I mean, Katie was kind of a shitty person. Yes. Jackson was kind of a shitty, shitty person. person. Yeah, they both did. But kind Rodrigo, like he pops the Hispanic pills. character doing drugs. Like for me, I yeah, wrote down surprise, trope, surprise. trope. Yeah. like you know. But like, yeah, it just kind of felt like okay like i don't understand why he was chosen um and then yeah as he goes and hides in a closet and of course the killer finds him and you think rodrigo's getting away because he manages to like get into a vent and he gets outside but then the killer just shoots him with a freaking taser i know yeah i kind of loved actually because you know like it's it's being smart he's not just going after him with a knife like he's like okay well you ran away from me <laughs> well at first i thought it was a gun because he pointed it and i was like yeah. oh shit he's gonna shoot him that's that seems off brand for this killer and then, right. it, then i saw the taser and i was like oh okay i get you yeah. and then he stabs him to death. and then he stops him <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i was I'm like saying, no wait no no he he shoves, shoves the, the pills. pills in his mouth and i was like is he gonna kill him with slit- the pills okay i thought that too and, and then like, he slits his weird. throat right after yes and so I, was I was like, like okay there, there it is yeah um so yeah well and then Here's where time gets weird for me, too, because they say the school's going to be closed until October. Yes. Which I'm like, well, then what the hell time is it now? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was it, like going back to Nebraska. We knew it was in rural America. We didn't know where it was. Right. We knew it was at Osborne High School, which it was. we just thought rural America. And yeah. also, you're right. There are a few moments in the movie where like you're like, wait. Is this been days? Has it been weeks? weeks? Has it been? You have no idea. I don't know. It's the next day for all we know. Next yeah. hour for all we know. And then like Alex and Ollie end up like hooking up again. And I'm like, is this a one time hookup? Have they been hooking yeah. up up through the point that we get back to when everyone comes back to school? Because it's like immediately right after they all go back to school. So I'm like, I don't know how much time is. Well, also kind of during this whole whatever montage, it, you know, Ollie becomes the main suspect Ugh. from everyone because. Of the taser incident. So so Ollie yes. is the brother of the sheriff in town. And there is one line further back in the movie where he's, the sheriff asks everyone, like, hey, my taser's missing. And you're like, yes. dun, dun, dun. Yeah, someone took the taser. And so everyone's like, oh, well, that's the only person that could have had access. He's the killer. Right. He, he even gets arrested at one point. Like, Yeah, he does, like, later on because McConney, like, blames him. But at this point, when they come back to school, like, murderer is painted on Ollie's locker and, like... Um, all of Makani's friends assume it's Ollie, especially Alex. And yeah. there's this really tense scene at the football game where, like, Alex keeps, like, harping and harping and harping on it, um, which I actually thought the tension here was really good because they build it along with, like, the drum line of the band playing. Um, and I thought this was done oh. really well. Yeah. But then, so Makani's, like, still defending Ollie up to this point, and they have this, like, moment where he's, like, I'm gonna take you to the ocean, and he brings her to a cornfield. Oh, yeah, cornfield, yeah, <laughs> which is r- really odd, you yeah. know, and... And lots of she finds the taser in the glove box. And she freaks out. And yeah. so she freaks out. They get into kind of, like, a little bit of a fight. She asks him about his parents, because that was something that got brought up, like, hey, his parents, which, honestly... This was, like, a fucked up rumor. They were, like, they people said that his parents killed himself because he had behavioral, behavioral issues. issues and they were just drunk drivers who died like they yes. got wasted and i was like that's a really <laughs> odd rumor like yes like i live in a small town and i understand how things can get blown out of proportion but like that was an odd jump to con- jump to, to conclusions, conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway she like hitches a ride home and this is where we get more reveals so we find yes. out makania we find out her deep dark secret which again another spoiler here she 
moved from Hawaii to Nebraska. Well, now I'm realizing Nebraska mm -hmm. because she was part of a hazing ritual where her and a bunch of girls were like getting force felt alcohol and had things written on their face and they're at this bonfire. And when they let them all go, everyone was really wasted and her and her friends start pushing each other around mm -hmm. and she pushes her friend into a, the fire yeah. accidentally. They have like 151 yeah. alcohol on them. So yes. of course the burns are absolutely terrible Horrible. and Makani was arrested, but she did say that um, the charges were dropped. So she wasn't actually charged because they probably ruled it as like an accident, you know? Yeah, so when Makani gets home, this is when we think, was when we knew she was the final girl, for sure, because Ugh. she gets, she uh, goes to sleep, I think, really quick, wakes up, finds out something's wrong because she, oh, it's they took the, the bells. knife. It's the yes. it's, Yeah, so her grandmother basically is like sleepwalks, and her grandmother is gone at this time because she went to a sleep study, which I was like, Ugh. Of course, of course they set it up. <laughs> and so they have these bells so that Makani can wake up and know that her grandmother's been sleepwalking. So she wakes up to the bells like going off, which her she's like, oh, my grandma's not here. So someone else is in the house. And that's when she goes downstairs and she sees all the photos and like in news articles of like what happened that day yep. on the beach. And then I actually really liked this reveal of the killer. So Makani's like in the living room and she's kind of looking around and she bends down to pick up a newspaper through the window. You see the killer like turn and like look and of course is wearing a mask of Makani's face. Yep. And then the killer ends up busting through the window and then attacks her um, and then uh, tases her. So she's like on the floor and the killer's actually about to like stab her. But then her friend Alex arrives at the house. So then the killer runs away. Yep. Um, and then. Well. I mean, yeah, it runs away. And then, you know, we find her in the hospital. So everyone, I mean, I think that's when we really thought it was Ollie. So that's, that's well, yeah, everyone really she was thought convinced it, with the taser that it was Ollie. That it was Ollie. So Ollie gets arrested, but then gets out of jail. There's, <laughs> I don't know is, if I want to walk through every. This is truly where it falls apart. Yeah. Completely. So there's, there's a lot that happens in this next little bit. I, I kind of want to start getting towards the end in the reveal, but like. Oh, for sure. There's, I mean, there's a couple more kills. There's like. You know, any, I mean, there are a few things. I want to get to our main killer here, Jade, but, like, are there any parts in between here that you really want to identify? Yeah, it just essentially at this point when she's at the school, uh, she sees Ollie, and then she runs inside, and she runs into Kayla, but then Kayla gets stabbed. <laughs> um, so then, like, and then there's the killer, and then Ollie comes runs in behind, up right behind her. So that's yeah. when she realizes Ollie's not the killer. So Kayla gets saved. He's in the hospital. So he's, like, not dead. And then, but at this point, the killer had put the knife he used to stab uh, Caleb with in Makani's hands while yes. she was basically like freaking the fuck out. And uh, her and her friends all jump into Ollie's car to like, because they're like, oh, he's going to the corn, corn festival. festival. Yeah. Yeah. And we see at that point, the killer lights the whole field on fire with gasoline. So everything's on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I want to walk through this whole part, but like, they, first of all, they, they, they ram their car into the Corn field. Like I'm like, okay, your wheels are gonna catch on fire. Oh my god, everything's gonna melt. Like, you, there's no way you're gonna do that. And then two, you can't breathe when there's that much smoke. Like I, no. I, I used to work in news, right? So like I used to, I've been at house fires, I've been at brush fires. You can't go in there without oxygen. You will suffocate and die yes. immediately. Well, and then to just imagine like um, all this other stuff that's burning in the fire that releases toxins yes. into the air. So. You, you would have a couple of minutes before you yeah. pass out well, from smoke inhalation. Also, when they were all in the car and they were like. Oh yeah, we're gonna rant to the cornfield. I was like, how did our friends in the back go? Okay, I'm gonna hop Dude, out. I would have gotten out. I would have been <laughs> like, guys, this is like, where I okay, leave. You go do that. We'll like. I'm gonna call we'll the cops. Here. I'll go. Yeah. I'll be right yeah. here. But they do it to like rescue all the kids and everyone. Whatever. They're just like we need Which to clear. They didn't really rescue anyone. 
No, they're like, they we, we, need, we need to clear a path, which I guess they cleared a path, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was... It, anyway, this is where good. finally they come face-to-face with a killer who is with Zach's dad. And... There's a little moment where they're like, oh, no, don't do that. And then, well, oh, oh, we didn't mention that the killer also has a sword for some reason. He has so a sword now. As they're confronting the killer, <laughs> this, the killer takes this sword and rams it through Zach's yeah, dad's head. And it was, I was like, oh, not expected. Yeah. The mask gets knocked off and it's revealed. It's Zach. It's Zach. It's Zach. Yeah. And we're just like, okay, cool. There's a lot of diatribing <sighs> and monologuing that goes on at this point. My favorite line was, you know... <laughs> Do you know, Zach goes, do you know how hard it is? Because basically they messed up his monologue <laughs> with his dad and he's pissed off about it. Yeah. So he goes, do you know how fucking long it takes to make these masks? And yeah, I was like, season. <laughs> that's funny. Like, that's probably the funniest thing anyone said in That was movie. pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, essentially he goes on this like stupid monologue about how something about his privilege. He's mad that he has privilege. It was so dumb. It, it, it was a terrible it motivation. Made no sense. It was, yeah, it was the worst it's motive. It's even commented that it doesn't make sense. Yes. Like, even McConaughey is yeah, like, this doesn't make like, any sense. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Like, that's yeah. not a motive. And, like, it's so true. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, this was so fucking dumb. Like, if you were going to make it Zach for whatever reason, like, it should have been that, like, I don't know, he would, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Like, I didn't I even can't... really want him to, like, I knew at a certain point, like, when you got to a point, you're like, yeah, Zach's going to be the killer. Because there was no one else that made sense. And it just was like, uh, but why? And then when they explained, I wish they hadn't explained it. I wish they had just killed him or he had died or something. And like, yeah. set me up for an, like set me up for a part two. Because there's going to be a part two. I guarantee Probably, it. Probably, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like he should have never given his little villain monologue. No, because it made it worse. Yeah. It made it worse. If anything, I would have just accepted him being pissed that they interrupted his like thing with his dad. Yeah. And... The whole mask line would have been fantastic, and then it would have been great if right after that was like when Makani goes to like attack him with the knife, and we didn't need to oh. learn his motivation. I do love. I will say, the kill that Makani gets on Zach is amazing because most of the time when you see these final girls, oh, there's like this yeah. struggle, and it's like this. Eh, I need to stab this person. I'm so weak. I'm away. She well, just straight up says, "Nope," yes. and like well, straight what up I loved chest it stabs him. She stabs like, him twice. It's like, you know, like the killer always comes back type yeah, thing. No. She like stabs him once and then rolls over and then she just straight, boom, straight oh, it through was the great. fucking chest. I was like, and I was like, yes, yes exactly. Get it. You have to make sure they're dead. And, and doesn't she did. Like even the first no. stab, she doesn't hesitate. Like that's what I too no. hate about a lot of the classic slasher movies. Well, it's they're like, like, oh, I'm. They're so conflicted. Yeah, it's like, morally you just conflicted. watch this person literally kill four people. Ugh. Like I have no conflict. I can't, I'm sorry. I cannot stand that in movies and TV shows when the character finally is up against this person who's been like murdering their friends and, and family. Seen you've seen them with your own yeah, eyes. With your eyeballs. And, and you're, you're like, I can't kill them. Yes, and I'm like, you're, you're that's a lie. That's a, that's a fucking lie. lie. Because we are all capable when you're pushed to that yes. edge, like for sure. I've always told my fiance, I probably shouldn't say this because I'll probably get arrested one day. But like, <laughs> I'm like, I will straight up watch you kill someone like that did something like that. And I will hide the body. Like there is no question yeah. in my mind about the morality Absolutely. of that whatsoever. Same. Like whatsoever. We but, are now on a watch list. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like <laughs> the one of the 20 people that listens to this podcast. We're going to be on. There's going to be a file like created. Like a no fly list somewhere. <laughs> someone knocking on my door oh god oh god I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Start, I'll get on a plane and then we'll <laughs> yeah and then it just it, the, yeah I know <laughs> fuck god but anyway where, where do you rate this Jade I have uh, a pretty good idea but where do you rate this okay so I struggled with this between trash and shelf because honestly the first half I think is so solid Agreed. um 
it just the ending that fell apart for me. So I think that bumped it to a shelf for mm, me. Okay. So because I thought you know it, it's good for the scares, it's good for the the kills. I think are really like well done. Yeah. Um, you know, like I wouldn't mind rewatching this. It's not totally terrible, but the ending, yeah, it was just not. It fell apart for me. I agree. You know, honestly, this is this is your classic throwaway horror slasher for me. Like, yeah. it's not a. I don't think cult classic status at this point. No. I mean, way too early to tell like a scream, but like I put this at horror trash. Like yeah. this is something like when Halloween comes around, October comes around, I'll flip this thing on, no problem. Watch a couple people get slashed and like yeah, yeah like this, this is, is a background movie. I think for trash. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. for me, like, easy background. Like you're not going to get lost. No one's going to question what actually happens because you know that's the winner. Yep. That, I mean, that's the final girl. That's <laughs> the killer. killer. Yeah, those people are dead. Like yep. the end. So I mean, I don't not think there's much more to say about that, but. Well, Jade, that was our movie review of... There's someone wait, inside your house. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming now on Netflix. I don't want to die. You can't hide anything anymore. But Connie, I know who you are. Whatever little game this is. I don't want to die. Whatever you think you know. You don't know shit. Hi, the killer is here. He's wearing a mask on my face and he's forcing me to record offensive hate speech at night. And once again, that was our movie review of There's Someone Inside Your House, streaming now on Netflix. But, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about superhero movies, Jade, and mm, yes. something coming out soon that I'm excited about is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. <laughs> and the legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. They just announced a, well... I guess they would have announced a few weeks ago uh, when this drops, but uh, it's coming out November 12th on Disney+. Plus. Yes. I'm hoping that's better than Black Widow. I'm going to assume it is. It's got a lot of hype, and honestly, I just feel like because it's new material that I think it's going to be more exciting in general. You know, a- Anything else that you're looking forward to that's coming up in the next few weeks that you're at end of October, November? Oh, my God. Uh, definitely uh, The French Dispatch. Oh, yes. yes. Is that only going to be in, in theaters, though, for a little while? I, I think, think it's it is. Yeah. I don't think... Oh, yeah, you said say streaming. Damn. That's okay. Well, I was just wondering. No, I mean, I'm looking forward to going uh, to see a few things in theaters because I would say, like, November, December is probably the best time because that's when everything gets out. dropped. I yeah. mean, Actually, one of my favorite things to do is to go to the movie theaters on Christmas because that's usually when there's all sorts of Oscar stuff, you know, streaming. And you have the day off and it's fun. You open presents in the morning. If you are not don't have a bunch of stuff with family, that's you can wild. just... wild. Yeah. I don't want to be near really? the public on Christmas Day. Oh, it's just fun. Like, you just go to the movie. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, you leave your it. house? I love it. Yeah. No, I'm literally like... Nobody better talk to me today. I hate. <laughs> I I remember in high school, like you know, it was like the thing where all your friends would text you on every holiday, like Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Easter, and I get like twenty text messages. I'm like, please don't talk to me. I am focusing solely on eating nothing but French toast, drinking hot cocoa, being my pajamas, and surrounding myself See, with my kids. Thanksgiving, I don't go out. Like all the Black Friday stuff. Like even when we didn't have internet shopping, oh. it was not my thing. I hated it. I, I did it a handful of times. Absolutely hate it. Like do oh. not want to go. No, no, we oh, – well, so the big thing for my family is, like, we would go Black Friday shopping um, in Atlanta, but it would be, like, the little markets. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Not like you're not outside Best Buy, like, waiting for the – my tent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so what else we're streaming is, of course, we have Dune. <gasps> and we are going to – Be giving that for our yes. next episode. I'm, I'm excited. So yes. I'm hoping that 
this does not disappoint me because it's been a long time. I'm gonna try and squeeze in between now and then watching the old uh, or the original Dune uh, because that was always like kind of one of my. Now, I'm not gonna say guilty pleasure, but like I enjoyed watching that movie. Like it was kind of became a cult classic, and I thought it was pretty great, honestly. Like as a mm-hmm. film, like it was a lot of fun to watch. You know? Oh my god, I I, I kind of want to rewatch it too, just to compare it um, to the new one. So that might be something. In the future. The only thing I'm a little nervous about is that this movie's getting a lot of hype. Like, I keep hearing more and more about it, and, like, Same. sometimes that concerns well, me. Also, I kind of have a concern right now with uh, Jason Momoa, simply because he's so hit or miss for me lately. Like, yes. especially with... More miss than hit for me, Jade. I will say that. <laughs> same. Yeah. Uh, same. So, uh, it's making me a little nervous. I've seen Timothee... Timote, uh, Timote. Uh, I've seen him pull some. I mean, <laughs> I mean that is how you say it. I, I know it's so funny. I mean, they say it prettier. It's like Timote, yeah. Timote. But uh, yeah, I've seen him some do some incredible performances. I actually really loved him in the movie The King. Yes, um, he was phenomenal. That movie again. I, I say this a lot, but like I feel like that was another movie that came out of nowhere. Like yes. I watched it as soon as it dropped. I feel because like it's that's so underrated. My, that's my area. Like yeah, I love shit like it. that. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. Like it was, this is it was a great, great. Movie. Yeah. Um. So I, I think he's gonna give a great performance. So hopefully he elevates it along with some of the other cast members. No, yeah. Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let you know how that is in next week when we review that about yeah. the time this, this drops. Out, and yeah. we'll take anything else for the folks before we uh, head out. Yeah, just uh, stick around and remember, follow us on our all of our socials. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, the whole nine yards. Yeah, all of that <laughs> stuff. So be sure to follow us. Visit us on our website, OurTasteIsTrash.com. And as always, hit that follow button because that really helps us out here on the show. And we'll see you next week for our movie review of Dune. To get ourselves a treat.